This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast with Eric. I am Todd, and today I think we're going to crank into the hobby wagon with my little brother Eric. Eric, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. We're strapped in. It's it's a little chilly today, but yet we can make things work. Um, I'm not sure if there's any, you know, the heat in this wagon. Um, it takes it takes a, it takes a minute to kick in, but it'll it'll get there. Yeah, and it smells you know. like something's burning when you put it on, but it's all right. Yeah, you know, yeah nothing wrong with that. That's but right. I say, why don't we just reach in the back, Todd? I think it's your lovely turn to reach That's in right. the back and grab something that uh, brings up something of your past or 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 Christmas future, for that matter. <laughs> so let me let me reach back here, rummage about. Ah, here we go. Um, ah. so, so here here's this guy, Eric. This That's a nice find. Yeah, this is this is uh this is one of the first miniatures I ever painted. So uh, apparently we're going to talk about miniatures and miniature painting oh, today. I don't, I don't um, think that'll be difficult for you. No, no, been doing it for a hot minute. Um, I guess this is one of the things, um, unlike a lot of the other hobby wagon finds that are things from like early youth. This is something that didn't kick in until uh, late teens, really, mm. which is is kind of surprising to me and possibly to other people who know me and know miniatures gaming and Dungeons and Dragons and so forth. Because nowadays, a lot of folks who play D&D, like, it goes hand in hand with having the little miniature figures to use, you know, to to represent your folks in combats and whatnot. Okay. When I first started playing D&D, we did not use miniatures. We did we did a thing, and, and brace yourself for this glorious term, we played what is known as theater of the mind. Oh, uh, when that's uh, dangerous, Todd. Yeah. So so nowadays, when you're when you're playing the Dungeons and Dragons and you, you come into a fight situation, you've got like a big play mat with with squares on it. You're normally about an inch inch to a side, and the dungeon master will like draw out. Here's the here's the dungeon room, or here's the wilderness. Here's here's what your terrain looks like, and you toss down your little miniature in one of those squares and that lets you know where your guy is and the dm will put down all the monsters and so you can see where everybody is and you can you know deploy some tactics and you know you know how many squares you can move and how far your bow can shoot etc which is all real really really good but when we first started playing we didn't have any of that it was just the dungeon master described you know you're in a 30 by 30 room with an altar in the middle and it's you know surrounded by a bunch of orcs worshiping a dark deity what do you do and i shoot at him with my bow it's like okay and you just imagined everything okay you had to you had to really trust the dm as to how far you are away from things and you know if you're chasing somebody how close you got It, it wasn't as precise it was fun don't get me wrong i i enjoyed playing the theater of the mind style but miniatures add an extra level to it and make it more fun all right well let me ask a couple questions here because miniatures are a foreign foreign object to me so to speak uh so these miniatures they come in sets like you buy them uh you you like how do you acquire said miniatures and when when did they come into prominence so you get them i mean it it depends what you're doing like if you're playing a game like a role-playing game like dungeons and dragons you're going to probably buy a miniature 
that best represents your character. Okay. So like the first miniature I had for D and D was uh, a little elf dude in a cloak with a with a dagger, looking like because I played an elven thief. My buddy who was playing, you know, a dwarf dwarven warrior, had a miniature of you know a little dwarf dude in you know armor with an axe because he played a dwarven fighter. You know, so in those cases you get them individually. Okay. Where do you get these at? Like a. Uh... Uh, gaming store? I mean, game stores generally. Um, I mean, way back in the day, you did occasionally see some of these in the coin and hobby, or very rarely, but every now and then you'd see them in a toy store. They're kind of a specialty item, or they were yeah, kind well, of a specialty well, they, item. Well, they the seem day. like a specialty item, Todd. Like, I just, yeah. you know, I've not come across any of these. That's yeah. the thing. But if you're playing, like, war games, like, there's a very popular game called Warhammer another one called Warhammer 40k which is more of a science fiction sort of a situation in those cases the, the whole game is the miniatures like you're building an army and you throw them on the table and you fight against your buddy and his army of miniatures in that case you're buying them kind of in bulk like in that case you can buy okay. them and they're like in sets like here is a squad of space marines or here is you know a group of you know elves or goblins or whatever and a lot of times if you're the dungeon master and you're trying to have miniatures for the monsters, you'll buy them in bulk that way. And, you know, and basically what they are is they're little, they're little figurines. Back in the day, they were almost all exclusively metal. I mean, if you go back far enough, you know, before my time, they were actually made out of lead. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, which they stopped doing for health reasons. And it's, you know, it's a similar kind of a pewterish kind of a metal. Nowadays, a lot of them are plastic. Um, turns out you can, you can spin cast, uh, plastic miniatures a lot quicker and easier than forge them out of metal um and or you can 3d print them which is kind of nice uh, no that's um, yeah so you know and you you get them and like the smaller like single figures are like just a figure and you know cast in metal or plastic here you go a lot of the bigger ones come in multiple parts that you have to you know assemble and super glue together before they you know look like the the dragon or what have you that they've got. Okay. They're, they're pretty complex. It's hard to, it's hard to cast, to cast things with that many fiddly bits. So they'll like, you know, like the body will be one piece. The wings will be other pieces that you have to like, you know, glue together and so forth. And then a lot of people that's, that's fine. Like I've got this little guy, he's, you know, made out of blue plastic. He represents me and that's fine. And he gets the job done. I know where my dude is in this combat, but really they're, they're made to be painted. And a lot of folks really enjoy the painting aspect of it. I mean, in all honesty, I've known quite a few people who don't even really play the games. They just like the miniatures and they enjoy putting them together and painting them, which frankly is kind of the, the realm I'm in as of late. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, lately, uh, recently I got, there's a game called Imperial Assault. That is a Star Wars game that uses miniatures um, to, to go through various you know scenarios. And... I made it my mission to get every miniature that was available for that game. <laughs> sort of a got to catch them all sort of a thing. Of course. Uh, which I did, and that was fun and gave me a nice sense of accomplishment. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to paint these and proceeded to paint every single one of them, which also gave me a very nice feeling of <laughs> you know, accomplishment. Correct. And I've got a really, really awesome display now of all of these Star Wars figures. It, yes, in which my son has tried to destroy it the first within oh, yes. seconds of coming oh, yes. to your house. <laughs> His first, he's like, "Oh, okay, we're at Uncle Todd's. Let me find the things that he's spent countless hours on, 
and holds very dear, and I will throw things at him. Yeah, you can count on Miles for situations that's, like that. And that and that's the brand. That's the brand mm-hmm. that he he throws out there. Yeah. So I've seen yeah. your yeah, I've seen your miniatures. I've seen some of the uh, the war uh, miniatures, and I've seen your Star Wars ones. I've not seen any D and D ones, or if I have, I wasn't quite aware. And that's that's where you know. I guess with my notion of my involvement of D and D is you know nowadays is Stranger Things and they had little characters. Yes. Uh, you yes. Know, if you've seen so Stranger forth. Things, the little the little dudes they have on their their map, that those are miniatures. That is exactly what we're talking about. So how many miniatures in general are you are you talking about for a quality game? You know, each person has their own, and do you so do like bad guys show up on the on the board? Yes, it, and it can get tricky, and it kind of comes down to your 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 time and money and general resources. Because like, yeah, every character, every player will bring a miniature that represents their character. Right? Okay. Well, in the dungeon master, he plays everybody else, every townsfolk, yes. every goblin, every orc, every dragon, every other thing you run into. So it's kind of on the DM to produce all the miniatures for everything else in the world, which can be a bit daunting. Sure. I <laughs> um, yeah. I know personally, like back when, back before COVID, when we weren't playing remotely on computer and all the miniatures were just little, uh, you know, token files, uh, you know, little JPEGs <laughs> that were just pictures of your people Correct. that move around on the map. Um, I, I had a bunch of miniatures um, and you, you know, you kind of do what you can do to get as many things as you can to represent as best you, you can. But you would need an entire room to store an actual miniature of every kind of monster that you're going to need. So a lot of times what we did is we had like little, like tokens, like we'd like little wooden discs or whatever that were numbered one through whatever. And so you'd have your peer, your, your characters on the map. And then there'd be all these little tokens sitting around that are numbered. And you're like, okay, numbers one through six are, are, are goblins. <laughs> numbers seven and eight are orcs. You know, this this big one is a dragon. And you lose some of the visual feel on it. but You're going back you get, to imagination. Kind of, kind of. Old um, school, you, retro you, games. Yeah, sort of. But like I said, nowadays, a lot of the d and I've been playing has been online. Sure. And so with those platforms, rather than have, you know, a physical game mat with the grid on it, it's it's a grid on your computer. And so instead of having to, you know, acquire and assemble and paint miniatures, you just find a handy picture of a goblin and you make a 70 pixel by 70 pixel version of it. And boom, that's your counter. That's, oh, that's you're your, set. your miniature equivalent. And so now I do have mini quote unquote miniatures for everything I could possibly need because they're just a Google search away. As opposed yeah. to go to the game store, find the miniature, take it home, get it ready, da da da. Because at the height of me playing with physical miniatures, I'd say I probably had like two, three hundred miniatures of various types, just to try and cover as many bases as I could. And even then, we still break out a shitload of six-sided dice <laughs> in various yeah. colors. Like, all right, these red ones are kobolds, these these green ones are lizard people, but it's fun. <laughs> Really, the important thing is that your character looks the way your character is. Like, that's really where the enjoyment comes from. Like, because everything you're fighting in D&D is just sort of a, for the most part, sort of a random goon type enemy. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's it just, not, not as important. Yeah, what do you do? Like, carry these around with you? Like, I mean. I mean, they're. they're are they like muscle men? I mean, are, are Well, they... and that's that's actually something I was going to say, Eric, because you, you say, you know, miniatures are completely foreign to you. Um, if you remember back in like the late 80s, 
the Muscle Men, M-U-S-C-L-E, because it was like an, it was an, uh, an acronym. I can't remember what any of those letters stood for. Oh, really? I um, wasn't aware oh, yeah. it was an acronym. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was, they had, they had periods in between all the letters. And oh. I, I it, it was some really arcane, weird thing. You know, it's like uh, how in Marvel, S.H.I.E.L.D., like sure. each of those, it's strategic homeland, blah, 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 sure. blah, blah. It was something like that. But the moral yeah. of the story being, those were miniatures. Those were about to scale. And I feel like it's possible that in some of the <laughs> some of the games, we might have used some of those. Like, I think Mike well, I might have say, had a few of them not? sitting around that we used. I mean, it makes sense. They, yeah. they, seem, they seem perfect for that. Yeah. If there, if there was a wacky wrestling RPG... You could absolutely use the bustle figures for that, and it would be it would be fantastic. Sure it would. Uh, sure, yeah, sure you could. I mean, you could have. Why why don't they actually have like an RPG for Muscle Men? That's the oh, question. Well, you know, I, I, if if you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes back around. Like you know, the My Little Ponies came back around. You know, sure. Care Bears. Everything's made a resurgence. We need to. I don't know who we need to talk to to get Muscle Men. Whoever produced the Muscle Men to get them back out into circulation. But I guarantee if they did that, fuck, I would write a, a war game for oh, those guys just to make you that set happen. yourself up now. I'm sure somebody out there can make this happen. I'm oh, sure yeah. the, the the leader of the muscle men is well, in Saskatchewan right now. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, uh, I'm not uh, I may or may not have found 3D printer files for a large quantity of the various muscle men. I just haven't gotten around to trying to print them out. Sure. Um, so. That that could, yeah. that could that could be a thing. You're just we'll gonna see. make that shit yourself. You're just gonna yeah. you're you're gonna do that it's yourself. The, it's the glory of the modern age, Eric. Correct, <laughs> correct. So with uh, with all this being said, your your muscle men. When did you or not muscle men? Your uh, miniatures. When did you uh, get your first miniature or at least start painting your first miniature? So my first miniature, like I said, was of Johnny, and that actually actually my friend Jeff got like a set of miniatures that were like various adventurers you know it had like okay. the, the 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 priest and the dwarven warrior and like the the elven thief whatever and actually he had them and painted them up for us uh which was cool the first miniatures that i actually acquired for myself were shock and surprise star wars miniatures back in the days when i played the west end games star wars role-playing game they also produced uh miniatures for it so i had a bunch of little stormtroopers and little you know luke and leia and han solo and all that Actually, they ended up making a full-on miniatures game that like won awards, independent kind of, of any sort of do role you win, play. Todd. <laughs> oh, like Origins, the the game convention I go to uh-huh, every year sure. to see what's new. Like they have they have awards. It's like the Oscars equivalent okay. for oh. for games and such. And yeah, it won best miniatures game. I think a couple years in a running, like back in the '80s or whatever. But no, it's pretty uh, damn fantastic. That was my first foray into painting, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, <laughs> and I didn't didn't have anyone to tell me how to do it, and there wasn't really an internet, so I took like the tube paints you get at uh, at the craft store, and or like yeah. the little the little bottles of like apple barrel paints, mm-hmm. and was doing which that paint is way too thick. That is not what you paint miniatures with, <laughs> or at least yeah. not not straight out of the bottle like I did, and it was horrible. They were they were bad, but eventually, you know, I I sort of perfected some of the techniques, managed to read some things. and Eventually, the internet came out. And there is a site called Cool Mini or Not. And I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, where basically you paint your mini, you take a picture of it, and you upload it. And people can rate it 1 to 10. 
and you can just go through and cycle through random you know people's miniatures and rank them but there's also forums associated with it that you could go in okay. and people would like give you tips and tricks and like you could post your works in progress and they'd be like oh yeah you should do this here's how you here's how you accomplish this lighting effect or here's how you can shade things to make it look super realistic and whatever and that really sort of up to the game and so if you want to see see some of my stuff you can go to cool mini or not i've got like a page and again i'll I'll link to it and if you order them by the ranking you can go back in time to i think the 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 worst i have it scored a 3.4 and if you look at it you're like yeah this is i mean it's got paint on it but it's kind of crappy looking mm-hmm. <laughs> which i've my highest is an 8.0 which is a dude that i did a bunch of customization too and painted up real nice and he's he's pretty cool i'm pretty proud of him unfortunately i don't have any of these miniatures anymore uh these this all happened while i was in florida and did not make it to ohio with me i've got a crap ton of other things that i've painted that i just haven't bothered trying to take pictures of and put up on there maybe i'll do that at some point yeah it know. seems like that might be the thing todd you might want to do that, that yeah that wouldn't be a half bad suggestion well, well i've got a whole separate instagram just for the miniatures because mm-hmm. i figured people were sick of me posting miniatures every couple days because recently and by recently, I mean probably like five years ago at this point, because time is a flat circle. Uh, <laughs> at Origins, they had some some like box sets of, of War Machine miniatures, like for stupid cheap. And I picked them up. I'm like, oh, this would be cool. Maybe I'll get back into miniature painting. And they sat in the basement for like a year or two. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I just started painting and kept going and eventually painted for like a year solid, like I painted an entire army because you when you're playing the war games, you show up and you bring your army and the other person brings their army. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times it'll just be the miniatures glued together, put on bases like not painted, which is fine. And you've got miniatures for every, you know, you know, OK, this is what this person is. This is what that unit is. And you know what, you know, you can fight with them, but it's not pretty. It's not as visually appealing as having an army that is completely painted on the yeah. table. So I'm like, I'm going to paint my whole damn army. And I just painted, painted, painted like every day. I would just paint something and like hundreds of miniatures. <laughs> and so I would post them up on Instagram. And I think people got sick of, you know, seeing them constantly. So I created a whole separate Instagram just for the miniatures. And again, I'll I'll throw a link to that in the show notes too. So you can see more some of the more recent work. So. Yeah, you and you were going through and you were painting all like your different, um, their different uh, classes or whatever, right? Is that what you were doing? Or was that collecting? I remember you had a deal going on where you're like, all right, I got to get all these and certain classes or whatever. Uh, factions. Yes. Factions. Yes, there we it, go. Yeah. The, the, without going too deep into the, the woods on war machine and hordes for that particular war game, there are different factions, which is basically the different kinds of army. I had an army of druids and the various beasts that they, and you know, stone things that they controlled in battle. And yeah, I had a mission to paint all the entire druid army within a year and i i accomplished that and it was it was a whole ton it was a crap ton of miniatures uh but they all look pretty good when, it, when it's all said and done um uh, and you had that it. all set up because the paint schemes and stuff you wanted them all to be kind of corrected or similar right yeah yeah because you often want your army to look somewhat cohesive like they're you know all the, so like all the druids have like the same color cloaks the bases on them all have the same sort of like woodland 
sort of feel to it. Like I said, my most recent foray was all the Star Wars miniatures. So you can get miniatures for just about anything, which is kind of nice. Yeah, what are some of the more obscure? Have you got? Have you really dove into other ones? You got any Ninja Turtle miniatures? Or uh, it's funny that you say Ninja Turtle because I recently back uh, kickstarted a miniatures thing that was. They're not sending you actual miniatures. Here's the files so you can three D print your own. Okay. But they, but it's like multiple uh, sort of armies of sort of anthropomorphic animals and various like there's here's a here's a trio of bunnies one's done up like a warrior one's done up like a wizard <laughs> you know one's done up like sort of a rogue sort of thing there's turtles there's like all sorts like there's a bunch of them i haven't printed any of them out yet but they're you know they're kind of cutesy and there's like a whole game that goes with them where you take your little your little squad of you know bunny rabbits and have them go kick the shit out of you know the these four turtle dudes or whatever like it's 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 pretty cool um trying to think of there's there's marvel superheroes cool. have miniatures. you done have you done those i have those not seem fun those would be fun i just haven't gotten around to those um there's there's a whole line shock and surprise based on lord of the rings i think there have been okay. several that series of makes those. Sense. that makes perfect sense yeah i'm trying to think of what would be some of the more obscure off the wall things there's my little pony there's actually a my little pony role-playing game believe it or not I have not dabbled in that, nor do I necessarily have any interest in doing so. But you're not if um, you're if you're so inclined, and you're if you're a brony, you can make that happen. That's yes. it. I was gonna say there must be some bronies. <laughs> yes. Uh, playing. Yeah. Anything from you know historical figures from you know Napoleonic Wars to fantasy stuff to science fiction, cyberpunk, and yeah, anything. If, if you can, there's probably many. It's not quite the Roll Thirty Four. <laughs> type scenario where if you can think of it there's probably porn for it on the internet but for the most part <laughs> if you can think of it there's possibly a miniature for it um, so you're saying there's professional wrestling from the 80s oh i guarantee form. there's oh there's definitely miniatures of, of wrestlers i completely spaced out on that yeah there, there's whole wrestling role-playing games slash miniature games and don't think i haven't contemplated getting them for you uh, except that i know you just don't like games period and it would be you know kind of a waste i don't know maybe if i get some spare time i'll get some of those miniatures paint them up for you and you can have them as display pieces well that that would know. that could work that certainly could work i wouldn't uh i mean ghost you've actually given me i think ed uh miniatures right i have yeah. a little display of like uh donald duck and mickey mouse i think and it's in its truest form they're like a uh, fantasy form as if they're gonna fight yeah something yeah. something right out there yeah, that's uh. So now I have I actually have some miniatures paint up in a terrain that you've created. So yeah. that's uh. So what are you doing with miniatures nowadays? Since the Star Wars are done, and and are you still working on? Well, I'm not currently painting anything. I still have I still I have more druids to paint. If I you know yeah like I painted that whole army within the year like I set the goal, but at the time I was still playing the game, and so therefore mm. they'd come out with a new unit or this new character like oh i gotta get them and just haven't gotten around to painting them so i've got quite the backlog there what i suspect will be the next major miniature initiative is and i think i mentioned this on the cast previously i kick-started a masters of the universe game that is oh, yeah. a miniatures miniatures game Correct. of which i went all in and bought the base game and every expansion and there were a whole bunch of stretch goals in there like the miniature count on that is is easily in the hundreds of figures oh god um 
Oh, I'm kind of looking for like I'm kind of yeah, no, that that they haven't sure. you know, like they're on track to deliver them. I think early this year, but I'm kind of chomping at the bit waiting for them because I'm I'm really looking forward to that because now I've got like an airbrush that I can use to to do some of the some of the you know heavy lifting, and then I can go in and do the details with an actual brush. Like I've got a whole setup going. I'm toying with the idea of possibly getting a couple of webcams and maybe streaming while I paint. I don't know if that's something anyone would actually be interested in, but it's kind of like the Toddcast. Hey, we're going to talk in the morning. Might as well record it. It's like, hey, I'm going to paint Correct. these miniatures. Might as well stream it. If somebody enjoys that, hooray, great. If not, I'm not out anything. Well, I think there so, are people out there that enjoy that. Oh, right. oh I, there, there are multiple YouTube channels that, frankly, I've referred to to get, you know, some tips and techniques and whatnot. Well, there you there, go. There are, twi- like, there are people who do absolutely stream that and people who are absolutely into that. I guess it's more of a, I don't know who's likely to be interested in watching me personally <laughs> well, do the painting, but you never know. Who knows? Well, let me ask you this. When when you found these people, did you know who these people were? Were Are they like famous miniature painters or are they just random people that decided well, to put it on the internet? There are, I, I will say there are famous miniature painters. Um, that's not necessarily who I was, uh, not how I was looking for who I found. It was more of a, hey, I'm painting Jabba the Hutt. How can I make it look like his skin is, you know, leathery and kind of, you know, whatever and then you'd find a video and they'd show you you know how the, the technique to make that happen which but, which goes to say all that's all that you have to do sir so you I right mean, the famous miniature painters had to get some get there somehow. right no right? that's so that's i say legit. go for it i yeah. say do it indeed well what else do you have any, any anything else that's miniature based it's fun going down memory lane here and about the miniatures I mean, and what they're about and how they work i, get, I guess what i would say is Whereas I enjoy the miniatures both for wargaming and for role-playing use. I also just like miniature versions of anything or scale models of anything. I don't know how many national parks you've been to, Eric, but pretty much every national park you go to, there's like a visitor center that you go in and they've got, you know, like gift shop and pamphlets and all sorts of, you know, displays and educational whatever. Every single one of them has a giant, a big table that is like a scale model of the park, like a topographic map in 3D mm-hmm. of it. And I am, I just love them. I'm fascinated by it. Like, I can't go near them without Abby going, oh, you got to love a scale model because I just right to it. You know, the uh, the part in Die Hard where they're all around the little scale model of the the, the town they're building or the, the buildings that they're trying to make. I love that um, scene. Like, it's it, I'm, I'm goofy that way. So, uh, so you, my friend, would um, absolutely absolutely love certain parts of uh, Walt Disney World and or the oh. Imagineering because that's what they do uh yeah there there's actually exhibits I mean that's essentially Walt was big in the miniatures or at least yeah. somewhat uh that's kind of how they designed the park and stuff and that's I think we yeah. toyed about one day saying yes Eric this is <laughs> we'll make the uh, we'll make Walt Disney World in your basement just miniatures oh, yeah well <laughs> which like, would be my, like... amazing well, like, and I enjoy making, you know, terrain. Like, you can make Correct, little pieces yeah. to go on your game board to be obstacles during your wargaming. But, like, I've got to cut, like, all those druids I painted because I haven't been playing mm-hmm. that game. I made a whole, like, diorama of the woods that I put all those miniatures into. And it kind of goes back to dad did, you know, HO scale. Oh, yeah. Trains. Like, we had trains that were, like, went under the Christmas tree, but, like, he built the terrain and it was like super detailed like here's a hill and it's got grass and here's all these buildings and stuff you know our grandpa did the same thing but they were uh streetcars i believe trolleys yeah trolleys yeah i will absolutely be that guy in retirement who has a whole room that's like a like just a giant 
train layout with like super detailed whatever it's just my train will probably be possibly more of a steampunk sort of a thing because there's going to be elves hiding in the woods or you know sure. giant giant you know steam powered robots trying As to derail the train and stuff it'll be it'll be pretty epic and i will enjoy that and that's now that's, that's that's probably where it will eventually go well that's that's <laughs> great i'm i'm looking forward to that where it, where it'll end up and and in general and i just it proves that we just never grow up do we no, these, no. these Hersey's, should we? <laughs> these Hersey's, they, they just want to play with their toys. That's right. Uh, so, you should. well, I appreciate, I appreciate all the information on miniatures. And one day when we decide, uh, you know, if I ever decide, it'll probably be pro wrestling. The Marvel is very interesting. I could see a Marvel diorama being really freaking cool. Uh, but yeah. more than likely, it will be a miniature Walt Disney World. Yes. <laughs> we can probably make that happen, Eric. So, and and when it does, listeners, we'll, we'll be sure to take some photos and, what are you know. talking about? We're going to live stream it just like okay, I guess that's your, true. Your yeah, I guess that's true. Cameras, we're just going to have a yeah. 24 7 live stream of uh, <laughs> fake Walt Disney World. I love it. Well, thank you, Eric, for hanging out in the wagon with me, talking miniatures. Thank you, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas, you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast.